Hey, people, I'm Molly Wood. Here is my weekly dispatch on what's up in tech and business. This week, I went to the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and guess what everybody was talking about? Virtual reality! Oh, don't act so surprised. Oculus had a giant booth on the expo floor with a big line of people to try it out, but there was an actually even bigger line right next door at the Sony PlayStation booth. That's because on Tuesday, as you probably know, Sony dropped a bomb, a new VR headset that works with the PlayStation 4 you already own and only costs 400 bucks. The Oculus Rift, by the way, $600, and most people need a new computer to run it, so a bundle costs 1500 The HTC Vive is out there in forget-about-it territory at $800 just by itself, so that's a no. But before we buy in, developers have to buy in. Everybody sees the promise, but they want to see the proof. This is Corinne Lewis. She's a gamer, a developer. She teaches narrative storytelling, and she's the program director at the University of Utah, which has one of the country's best entertainment arts and engineering departments. So if she's not sold yet, there's still some selling left to do. I do think that we're excited about it, but there have been other things that have come and gone, and VR has come and gone before. And yeah, right? Given all the hype around VR, wouldn't you have thought it would be a slam dunk conversation? But she says... I think we don't know how to make games for VR yet. I can see the potential, but we're certainly not there yet. So I went and found Ryan Manning, the owner of Bad Rhino Games, in line at the PlayStation VR booth, and I asked him whether game developers were bullish on VR. So I think a lot of developers are flocking to it. VR being kind of in its infancy, there's a lot of responsibility we recognize as developers to make sure that we're encouraging the growth of it. But... I think that there's some inherent limitations with it that are kind of causing not so much issues, but just um, problems like nausea, headaches, that kind of stuff like that. And are you currently working on a virtual reality game? Not a virtual reality at the moment, okay. <laughs> or that I can, I can speak of. So that is a solid maybe. That sounds about right, actually, for a flashy new technology. Big week for Apple coming up. Monday will be an Apple event in Cupertino where we expect to see a cheaper, smaller 4-inch iPhone and maybe a new iPad Air. But of course, we'll really be watching to see if Tim Cook starts wailing away on the FBI because that big showdown hearing is on Tuesday, March 22nd. And it's only the future of security and encryption at stake. No big deal. And finally, a little personal note. A friend of mine died suddenly last week, but we weren't super close. We were mostly friends on Facebook. I had this big crush on him once, so I thought about him a lot, but I don't know how he died, and I don't know his friends or family, and so I couldn't, like, go to his funeral. And now I'm just really sad, and I don't know where to put it. And that has me thinking a lot about how we're going to grieve in the digital age, because in the next 20 to 50 years, it's projected that there will be more dead people than living people on Facebook. But grieving is universal, so where do we go? I guess you're the place, Dispatch. (laughs) So how do you do this? I know I'm not alone. Talk to me. Tell me about living and losing people on Facebook. mwood at marketplace.org is my email address. At Molly Wood is me on Twitter. And let's just be each other's support group, okay? Talk soon.